All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt today. Bonjour. We got my dad. What's going on? And today we're doing a mini pod over Enola Holmes. Are you guys ready? Yeah, we're oh, yeah. ready. Let's do it. All right, so Enola Holmes is the newest Netflix uh, movie to come out. It's based on Sherlock Holmes's sister having to find their mom, basically. Um, and so what I want to do when we first get into this is kind of give our overall thoughts and feelings on it. Um, we, when watching this movie, I didn't realize there'd be so much fourth wall breaking, um, which I did like. It reminds me of the RDJ Sherlock Holmes in a lot in a lot of ways this movie did. Um, but it just kind of looked a cute little um, coming-to-age story, in a way, while being a good detective, trying to find her mom that has basically just got just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I, I actually really like this movie. I think it it's got like a six point seven IMDb. I think I give like a seven or so. Um, I think it really is pretty good, especially what we got from Netflix in the last this year at least. Uh, I think it's a solid film. It's well acted. We got a bunch of actors in like Henry Cavill, Millie Bobby Brown, Hel- Helena Bonham Carter, um, Sam Claflin. Um, just to name a few, and it's it's well acted, well done. I think. I think it's. I was saying during it, I think it's one of the best shot we've seen as far as just cinematography. Um, mm-hmm. Other than maybe the Devil All the Time was shot pretty well. Um, yeah, but oh, it's a whole different movie. But um, I, I I had a good time with it. I'm hoping they. It looks like they want to make more, and they want to make more with Henry Cavill and and with Millie Brown is what I've been reading. And I'm all up for that. I think it was a good start to a possible franchise that they want to do. So yeah, that's true. I'm with you. Um, I thought this was a pretty good flick. Um, it was a this was a charming, fun little adventure. Uh, movie felt like it kind of had something for everybody. Uh, like you said, Millie Bobby Brown is outstanding. She 100% carries the movie. Um, Millie Bobby Brown, or the movie would not really work if Millie Bobby Brown wasn't so good in this she shows a lot of range um she's really good for only being 16 she knocks it out of the park like you said henry cavill and sam claflin are both they're both pretty efficient in the movie they're all right but uh they don't they don't steal the movie from her which is kind of what i was worried about but like you said she's what carries this movie um and like it's just it's harmless it's a good little it's a good little story i don't know (laughs) it's a good little adventure i don't know have a i don't have a lot else to say yeah this is one of those movies that when you think netflix you know they get huge star power and then the story really lacks this one wasn't wasn't bad at all uh it for me it felt like it was geared more toward uh a teen or preteen audience and so i get that throughout the throughout the movie uh but at the same time it still wasn't bad i i i I didn't sit there like like i do with so many netflix movies and be like oh is this gonna be over soon are we gonna know how much longer is in this thing uh, like you said, the acting was fantastic. I I thought that you couldn't. I didn't see one one role that that was that was bad. Uh, I was actually glad because we had heard before that Henry Cavill might not be in it a whole lot, but I was actually glad that they put him in it more than I thought he'd be in it mm-hmm. because he played Sherlock Holmes really well. He did. Yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah, he was he was pretty good. I like. I agree with you. I was afraid. I was afraid he was going to have maybe two scenes. Um, yeah, but. Now he was in it quite a bit, and uh, like I said, he didn't steal the movie from her or anything, but he was efficient in that role. I actually read something, or I heard this on, I don't remember where I heard this, but uh, that Sherlock Holmes, that the estate of Sherlock Holmes was was pretty upset with the way Sherlock was portrayed in this movie. 
apparently he was super emotional and Sherlock Holmes is not supposed to be emotional whatsoever. I didn't really get that vibe. I mean, no, not there's too. one point he says, I care about you, but I didn't really. Yeah, that, that was, emotional. that was about the, emo- <laughs> the amount of the emotion there. Uh, but overall, I, I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. I, I don't have anything glaring to, you know, to say bad against it. So yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was a decent watch. I'd watch the second one if, it, if they, if they make it. There's even a running joke and I don't agree with what, like, like you said, I don't agree that he was too, um, emotional because he didn't, Henry Cavill did great about showing almost no emotion at the whole movie, except for just being kind of wowed by his sister because mm-hmm. he didn't know her. Yeah. It's a running joke. Throughout, there's, they say it twice is don't be emotional um, they even say it, they, and Lee Bobby Brown goes back at him for saying he shouldn't be so emotional but that was the one part that he was just because she was kind of finding things out before him and it was kind of getting under his skin I think yeah. and so I don't know I, didn't, I, didn't want, I wouldn't say he's emotional like you said like, yeah. and I was gonna he say, was still pretty cool about it yeah. I was going to say not so much emotion it's <clears throat> almost as if he's he's uh, impressed with her he's, he's, yeah. he's almost in awe of her that you know she, at this age she's able to have this this sense of deduction and and it's I don't know that's I would call it so much emotion as I just say that she's he's he's just impressed with her. Yeah, he was pretty empathetic towards her. I felt like, um, but it, I want to touch on what you said, Jordan, about uh, about there's a lot of fourth wall breaking in this, and I thought that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of strange. I didn't know I didn't know how I'd feel about the fourth wall breaking, but I feel like it works pretty well in the context of this story. Yeah, so let's go ahead and break it down. Um, so basically, you start out with you meet Millie Barry Brown. She fourth wall breaks in the first four seconds. She sees you. She looks at the camera and starts talking to you, which, I, which like I said, it works pretty well. They don't do it too often. A couple times I thought it was funny. A couple times I thought, well, it wasn't needed. But I thought it overall well yeah. worked. Um, then you meet Helena uh, Bottom Carter, her mom. And she's pretty good in this movie. She's not in it a lot, obviously, because they're trying to find her. But um, And you, you see how she taught her. She's, like Her brothers are Sherlock and... Mycroft. Mycroft Holmes. And um, obviously everyone knows Sherlock. At this point, Sherlock Holmes is kind of at his peak. Everyone knows who he is. He's the best detective around. He's the best chemist, blah, blah, blah. And so she's got a big, she's got big shoes to fill in a way. She doesn't really like, she does, she's, she doesn't, she's being pushed to be like a lady, not a detective. And she doesn't want to be that. She, you see how she was taught to read every book in the library. How she's very smart. She got good deductive skills. And then all of a sudden, her mom just disappears, basically. And um, she doesn't know what to do, so Sherlock and Mycroft get called in. And that's kind of when the movie starts picking up for me. Before that, it was cool to see Anola kind of become her, I guess. They, her name is Anola, spelled backwards as alone. They use that a couple of times. But then they, that's kind of sad. Then they kind of <laughs> throw it away later as a coming-of-age moment of yeah. how she's learned, which is fine. Um but no, when Henry Cavill comes in, I really, I I'm excited. That maybe they'll make some Henry Cavill Sherlock movies. I actually really liked him as Sherlock. Yeah, I did too. I didn't, like I said, I don't think he takes away from Lee Barry Brown, but I think he add a lot of stuff for her. I agree. Yeah. Sam Claflin was good. Um, and I mean, I want you were telling me stuff about Mycroft and Ella Holmes are watching. That I want you to touch on because uh, I don't remember what you said, but um, <laughs> at least not good enough to explain it about these characters. But um, no, I thought it was really interesting that. You know, she decides that she's just gonna, she's just gonna go find her mom on her own. I guess you know, and I guess at at this point is when if there's, a, there's there's like two spores in this movie, and it's at the uh, maybe not a lot you can spoil, um, really. So we'll go ahead and hit spoilers just in case for some reason we say something that someone thinks is a spoiler. So spoilers are coming up. Um, no, I am your father. I see. And that's not a prediction. 
That's a spoiler. He's the one. All right, so it's kind of when she kind of runs away. It's kind of like, I didn't want that to be a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler when she meets this hunky dude or whatever, this pretty boy, I guess. <laughs> um, and that's kind of when the adventure starts, you know? You kind of get on this train, the kid's in that bag. It's kind of a weird moment. She feels kind of violated in a way. She's like, leave. Well, this guy's trying to kill you. And you kind of see her, her deductive skills right there because she figured out already that there's a guy on the train trying to kill him with but just seeing him once. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of just see how smart she is from the very beginning that she's bright and that she looks like she could be another Sherlock in a way. Um, but will you tell, will you give us the information about Enola and Mycroft that you were telling me earlier about how um, when Enola was first invented, basically, and oh. how Mycroft is actually... Yeah, Enola is a relatively new uh, character. I think she was created in 2006. Uh, series of books. Uh, Mycroft, however, in the books, he is in the original, some of the original Sherlock Holmes stories, but just very briefly. And they mentioned that he, his power of deduction, his his intellect is actually superior to Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the ambition to use it the way that Sherlock Holmes does. Okay. And uh, I don't know as far as in the books go. And the movie is kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, he is. But I don't know if he's yeah, like I don't know he's, he's like, like that in the a, books though. I don't know. He's kind of like that in a lot of uh, in a lot of Sherlock adaptations that you see, uh, especially in the Sherlock BBC series. He's he, he's basically an evil douche in that show too. I'd be curious to see how he is in the books. I, I, That's I true. I'm to read one or two just to see. He's basically just he's more he doesn't think outside of the box. He just wants everything to be done the right society way while. Enola well, and Sherlock don't care about society. About, it's all about his image. He, yeah. You know, if, yeah. If somebody's going to bring down his image or his standing in, the, in in his world, then he's completely against it. What I really liked about it was, like I said, that there was more Sherlock in there. I, I thought Sherlock to be the very first 10 minutes, and you're not going to see him. I like how they went back and forth of him like trying to find her, but also trying to find his mom. Him, him, They kind of meet up in the middle. He gives her some pointers and, you know, bring the sharks to you. Right. Um, because you kind of get this subplot. The main plot is find your mom. And she's like, well, I can do it myself. My brothers don't think I can do it. One of them is trying to make me a lady and go to this lady school. Something for, I don't remember the name of the school. Um, <laughs> Already forgot. But it just, it was just a school to make like young women become ladies, basically. And um, proper for when they get a husband. And so, But she doesn't want to do that, and so she runs away. But you get this subplot with this kid that turns out to be a duke. It turns out to be the kind of a big deal later on, and they're tr- he's trying he's trying to be assassinated. And she's she's been taught as a young girl, don't don't save anybody else if it's going to put you in danger. And so she's kind of has this internal battle with herself mm-hmm. of what should I do? And then finally, she kind of comes around and is like, well, obviously I'm a good person. I need to go save this kid or this guy. He's probably 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's 16 too. So yeah. Um, and that's the subplot. They kind of she starts trying to figure out who's trying to assassinate him, and that. It almost, for me, I liked that, but it took away so much from the main plot, it made me f- kind of forget why they were there for a little while. Yeah. Um, and this movie was two hours and three minutes, and I think it could have been cut down, <laughs> down a little bit. I agree with you. Not saying it's slogged or anything, but I do think that this subplot took a little too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, I, wasn't, we, I wasn't looking at my watch the whole time going, no. oh, it's over. I mean, it... It was, maybe was just a little bit too long, but it was still it was still entertaining. It was yeah, it was good. I, I'll agree. As soon as they as soon as they introduced this boy who's trying to be assassinated, I thought uh, I thought, gosh, we're gonna have some dumb dumb love interest just shoved down our throats. And that's how I thought kind of at first. I didn't really care for the storyline, and then I was like, but the more. 
They developed that boy's character and their relationship. I actually kind of liked it. Um, it it surprisingly worked. Like you said, I feel like the movie in general could be 15 minutes shorter. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, but but beyond that, I wasn't I wasn't really offended by it. I liked I liked the way the script or the the way the script played out in certain times and certain moments. Um, like when they first are rescued from the when they first get off the train and they go to London and he said, "Can I tag along with you?" She's like, "No." No, I'm good. No, we're gonna go our separate <laughs> ways. I was like, "Good job, girl." There you go. You know, don't don't fall into this cliche rut. I like the way. Now, granted, the script wasn't written by Aaron Sorkin or anything, but it still felt halfway clever and halfway fresh throughout it, and I like that. Well, yeah, that was. I mean, that's how she was raised. You know, look out for yourself. Do do things on your own. Don't 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 depend on anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and you got that vibe throughout yeah. the movie. But at the same time, I want to say that part of this movie not only was looking for her mother and saving this other guy. Uh, the undertone of this movie was her journey from being this, being taught to be self-reliant, you know, look out for yourself type thing to this person that, that realizes that that's not how life works. That, you know, sometimes you need other people in your life. Sometimes you need to help others. There's, there's, she's going almost completely against what her mother said and reaching out and becoming more mature uh, understanding what life is really about this this it's it's just it's a journey the the, the entire time mm-hmm. uh and that's that's the journey that you kind of get from the undertone of it even though the story is about finding your mother it's her becoming her own person but also realizing that you need to you need other people in your lives you need you need you need help sometimes yeah she has a great character arc throughout the story it's what i like it's what you're you're completely right about the undertone. what i liked about it was she had never seen society rant at all, really. She's been stuck in that mansion, being taught a, a, a perspective of how to live. Yeah, completely. Her sheltered. mom's perspective, right? right? Which is not, I'm not saying is wrong or right, but at, that, at some point, her mom figures out that she's got to have, she's got to figure out herself out. Sherlock left, figured himself out. Clefton left. They got uh, Mycroft, the guy who plays him. Yeah. Um, left. He figured himself out. She's got to do the same thing. And so when she gets out into society, she starts seeing what it really is like you know she's like you said like you said she's sheltered she's trying she's got to figure out what she needs to do with her life she decides she wants to be a detective which though this movie is definitely obvious because she's very very bright she's She's sharp yeah she looks like she's on sherlock's level They, they 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 allude to it at least that she's good enough to outwit him in some ways but he's also so smart that he kind of outwits her in some ways Mm -hmm. um but no i think i like how society kind of started changing her her perspective of I need to save this kid because it's my it's my duty as a, t- as a detective to save a kid that's well, being trying to be assassinated. And plus, mm-hmm. I think that she came from this you know completely totally sheltered life where her mom is is you know her her cheerleader the entire time and everything is good and everything's. But then she gets to the city and realizes, hey, there's people out there who don't really care about you who are going to betray you, like the lady in the shop dress, the, the dress shop mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. brought her to this sleazy you know place because she's probably getting paid to do it, and then also turned her in. From a wanted sign, you know, completely betrayed her on both accounts. I mean, you know, she's seeing that, you know, this world is not like what mom said it was. It's not, you know, it, it's just different. And, and and these people, there are people bad and there are people good. And you just got to gravitate to, you know, how you want to be in, the, in this in this life. Like Bowler Hat Man. Right. Um, which <laughs> name is Burn Gorman. He'll play, he plays 
Linthorn. I, can, I don't remember his name ever been said, but I called him Bowler Hat Man, who shows up like four or five times <laughs> in the movie just to like beat up 16-year-olds. The bad guy? Yeah. Or, okay, okay. Yeah, he literally shows up like four times to punch the Billy assassin. Bob Brown in the face. <laughs> like, and I, and the, assassin, the assassin, yeah. yeah. Um, no, and, and there's a certain points where like she gets... You get to the point where he's, she saves him in a way. He's still in trouble, but he gets away, but she gets caught in that point, right? So she has to go to this stupid school that she doesn't want to go to. And then he does a 180 and comes and saves her. And she even goes, well, thanks a lot. You actually saved me, which she never thought in the, in the beginning she would never need saving. Come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've seen a big change in her at this point. And there's still, like, 30 minutes left in this movie at this point mm-hmm. um, to go on because they still got that subplot to squeeze out and they still got the main plot to try to try to put into a little bow which they do okay but um but i do think that um like you said like she's changing a lot and i do like it one of my favorite parts of the fourth wall breaking is when like she's being drowned that sounds horrible when she's like being drowned (laughs) and i like that shot they have like underneath the water i think i think it was shot really cool yeah that was good in certain very rdj Sherlock Holmes shot in my opinion you know i mean like they took a lot of it from it you know like guy richie her 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 deductive skills were shown for you like she was unraveling the words and everything which i liked Um, i like that yeah but it's whenever she like acts where she's like out and then she like winks to the camera comes on beats the crap out of him that was like one of the best fourth wall things i mean i I thought it was clever um and good but i did like all all the deductive stuff in their heads i don't i don't like movies um not like it's just like the martian they show exactly what he's thinking before he does it i don't like movies that just do it and expect you to understand it and I think, especially the Sherlock Holmes or Enola Holmes movie, like this, you really want to see how she's getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Especially she is so young, because she is sharp. Like, yeah. might be this, might be they're alluding that she's either, like I said, smarter or just as smart as Sherlock Holmes at sixteen. That's true. And so she's got the chops to do what she wants. She even, she even gets Sherlock, she she understands the code at the end that Sherlock get gets out of the way. He doesn't care really. I just love that he doesn't really care. He just kind of. He wants her to find her own way, and he's not really helping much. He just kind of gives her a bump in the right direction here or there. Yeah. Just because she's 16, he starts to care for her. Because yeah. he didn't even recognize her at the beginning of the movie. Like, he walks right past her. That was, that's true. You know? And I just think... Like, um, yeah, it's a great turnaround. It is. And I, that's one thing about this movie, that story that's so good is that it actually has a good story. Finally, we it get does. a good story on Netflix that has a good overall person. Millie Bobby Brown's a great actress. We've seen her in, you know, in Stranger Things and... She's okay in um, Godzilla. Godzilla. That's She's not, her, not the problem. It's with not that. her problem. <laughs> she was good. In, that movie's just okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you start kind of, you get that subplot in, right? And you got the main plot where she starts to find her mom. Mm-hmm. And you start to find it. This is what this movie kind of lost me a little bit. Uh, maybe it wasn't paying attention good enough or what. But they're fighting, they're obviously fighting for voting for women's, women's stuff, rights, which yeah. is fine. That's great because it happens anyways, you know, and. Um, that's why she's there. But what, when it kind of lost me a little bit, it was it doesn't explain exactly what she's gonna do, except that she's gonna blow something up. Is what it is what it alludes to, right? The way yeah. I took it is that if if the vote didn't go their way, they were gonna turn basically militia and start blowing stuff up until until they got their way. So okay, kind of took it. Okay, that that's not what I that, that that's actually probably right. I didn't get like I didn't understand it completely at that point. I knew there was gonna be explosives. But it really didn't matter because, of course, the subplot is the one dude to make the vote go the right way. Yeah. So that worked out. I mean, I don't know if that's a little bit of luck 
in a movie. Kind of convenient. Kind of convenient, it's, but it's fine for this it goes, movie. Yeah, it's, it works. Um, because if she, because this dude is gonna, this kid is gonna become whatever he's really gonna become the the duke or whatever lord. the lord. Yeah. I don't know. One of the lords of the house. There. I, I've watched some Game of Thrones, so I don't remember the whole like what you are after you are. Like, Duke's like he's just you know, important. Yeah, he'll he's gonna vote the exact same way as his dad, and his dad was assassinated. That blah blah. Um, Nola deducts, and so she's gonna be his vote's gonna turn the tide for women's rights. So that works out well, and I I don't think her name is Eudora Holmes. I don't think she knows anything about it really. She's just kind of sitting back with her like group of women that are planning this and waiting, by the way, how waiting many, to terrorize by the city. Way, how many times we get that flashback of Helena Bottom Connor slamming the door in her face. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't like that that much, but I did like it shows how sharp Anoa's mind is because like she remembers like every single Aspect, little bitty detail. Yeah. Even of that map that I don't know how she could have seen without eagle eyes. Mm-hmm. Um but no I just thought like that I didn't like going back a lot, I agree. But it did add a little bit to her because her mom likes um, what are they palindromes or she likes codes and so everything's a code and she kind of figures out Lime Street or whatever from a person's name or whatever it was or a person's name and I don't know I just mm-hmm. thought it worked well for this movie it did this movie wasn't too big for its bridges in a way you know it stayed contained that makes sense yeah. enough well I think that also being that like I said there were a lot a lot of this made me feel like it was geared toward you know, teenagers or, or preteens. I don't think they could have gone too big for it if that was their audience. So I think that was that might have played a lot into it. That may have been their audience, but I feel like almost anybody can enjoy this film. Really. Well, I'm not saying you can't. No, I'm, just, I understand what you're I'm just saying it felt like it was more of a teen type of movie. And it might have been. It may be geared towards 16-year-olds, honestly. But, but I like the fact that it can be geared toward them while also being accessible to people of any age, really. It did kind of. I agree on both sides. I I, I enjoyed it. I'm not a teen or preteen, and you're we all enjoyed it, and we're above I'm that. I'm not a 15 year old woman, um, so. But I think it reminded me a lot of Nancy Drew at the beginning. At the beginning, I'm not, I don't yeah, want to say this movie's an Nancy Drew movie. It's kind you of a vibe the, I got. You mean the Emma Roberts Nancy Drew movie? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking like the books. <laughs> what are you that, watching? That? That's a bad movie. <laughs> it's not good. That's why I'm confused. Um, it reminds me of, at the beginning. It reminded me a lot of Nancy Drew, and then it started. To become something more and more of a more of a, I don't want to keep saying Sherlock Holmes, but that's what it was. It's just introducing a new character. Yeah. But um, I do think they have a lot of plans for this film to go somewhere. It's getting really good reviews. Um, IMDb is in the middle all the time on Netflix. I don't know if it's just because yeah. Netflix is the number one used thing in the world, so you have a bunch of people watching it. It's got it's only got seventy two thousand votes, so that's not enough for me at this point. Usually, I look at about a hundred thousand. Or more. Depends on how popular the yeah. movie is. And this movie's been popular, so we'll see if it spawns anything. Um, but you start, like I said, you start getting to the, I don't know, the plot now. Because you get to the subplot, and I, this part I did not like. Okay, we talked about this. Whenever they're, whenever she's saving him, you're finding out who's trying to kill the kid. And dude, this the assassin for being an assassin cannot shoot a gun. <laughs> I mean, the dude was just shooting away, missing all the time, and then it cuts away to Millie Brown. I guess at this point is when he puts the shield in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like that never, I never saw that. I'm guessing it was off like screen. The, the shield yeah. like a bulletproof vest. Yeah, it's supposed to be off screen. Which like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future yeah, Three. Yeah, which was not done. This was not done well because like it would have taken him a while to pick that up, and and all and it takes Millie Bobby Brown like ten seconds to like get in the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of whatever. Well, the funny part was, 
you know, the assassin could not hit crap. <laughs> no. But hey, Granny could shoot like, yeah. like an assassin. Yeah. And and the and the and the kid is just st- sitting there like run. He can't hit you, obviously. Just stay, you know. And so I mean, at that point, I got I did I did kind of want to talk about that because at that at that point, I understand. Um, you know, they had ran so much, and at that moment. I didn't even think she was really going to shoot him, honestly, because there have been so many monologuing and so much this and that. And I thought, well, if the assassin's not going to do it, this old lady's not going to do it. I did like the way they played on that. And then she just straight up shoots him, just like yeah. pegs him in the chest. And for a second, I thought, oh, dang, I killed this kid. Oh, snap. Extra points in Ola Holmes. But no, he survived. No, I was like, there's not a piece of blood in sight. And plus, they showed earlier that she couldn't be stabbed because she had a corset on. So I figured there was going to be, I didn't think he had a corset on, but I yeah. figured he had something there. Because, I mean, first of all, like you said, it is mainly towards teens and maybe young adults. So I, I doubt they're going to kill the main interest to help women. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what, I doubt yeah, that's going to happen. I thought it was so bold that they were going to kill this kid. And then I was like, well, it would have been a see, very no. bold move. <laughs> you know, I, w- I don't know if I would have liked it or not liked it. That's depending. why it was. I, I, the, one of the worst things I could say is probably, like I said earlier, you can take 15 minutes off this movie easily. But also, the last 20 minutes or so were fairly predictable. It wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was just fairly predictable. That's why I said I would have been very shocked if the kid actually would have died. Yeah. Yeah, like after you, after that, they find out who it is. And this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. And I, I kind of, like you said, it's predictable, but I like this part where you, sh- you see Sherlock Holmes go to the investigator and he's like, hey, arrest this woman for doing this. And he goes, how'd you figure it out? And he does this dumb Sherlock Holmes crap where he just looks at everything, sees everything. is like, well, he wasn't even in the country at this time. He had this mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and then he goes, well, my second question is, how'd your sister figure it out first? I loved that. you know, And I that loved him good, walking yeah. out just smiling without even like caring. Like, you would think he would be like mad, but he just, just he's happy that his sister's so he's, smart. He's impressed with her. He yeah. is. And I, just, I think that is a great, because you could have made Sherlock a mean dude in this. You know, like, or not mean, but like I mean, vindictive. you could have made, made him like a... Could have made up a snarky jerk, well, yeah. like Benedict Cumberbatch. Kind of Sherlock he is <laughs> soulless, uncaring yeah. type. But no, instead, you know, he cares about his sister, and he's just impressed with her, and he's having fun with it almost. I thought it was a good mix. Like we said earlier, I don't think he cares too much. I don't think he cares a little less, less than you would expect a brother to care for a sister. And like I said, yeah. I think that's part of the reason why I like him as Sherlock Holmes. I like this this character, this 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 iteration. Yes, of it. exactly. I I think that. This is one that they can build on, and that I yeah. think it'd be fun to watch on both accounts. Because the way before we get right into the end, I mean, the way this does end is it ends with she just basically says, "It's time for me to go find my own story and make my own adventures." I mean, that just that just reeks. That just reeks, reeks of sequels, a sequel. you know. And <laughs> and of course, we everyone loves Sherlock Holmes. He's one of the best actors ever. We've had iteration of iteration, and they're all pretty good. And um, and now at the end, he's he's her ward. Or she's yeah. his ward, so he's he's in charge of her. He's taking care of her. Yeah, now, and so. I. I love where he's where she figures out the code from him, and he goes, "I know she's gonna know it's me, and I just want to see if she'll show up." And she does the whole "I'll pay you five pounds for your clothes" thing like for the fifth time, which, mm-hmm. was, which is she a does good that a lot, yeah. a good little joke. It was it was nice callbacks here and there yeah. doing the same thing. She's sixteen years old. She That's why I said it was kind of clever. She doesn't have a lot of tricks up her <laughs> up her sleeve. She just got these little things. She knows what to do. And you know what I was telling you earlier about was in the Wycliffe. Hmm? Is that the brother Wycliffe? Mycroft. 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 I, don't know why I, say I was thinking, who is Mycroft. that? Mycroft. <laughs> okay, so another part is, you know, like I told you, he's 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 got more intellect. He's he has better deduction than, but he didn't figure any of this out throughout the whole movie. So it's kind of strange that they they would, you know, because you know, Sherlock would look at the paper and go, okay, I know that that's you know 
two boys two jumped boys. off the plane, off the train. So we know that, you know, that's her. And, you know, he's not figuring out any of this stuff. So they've completely almost rewritten his character, his story, because he's not seeing any of it. He's not, seeing, think, he's not seeing one bit. Yeah, in certain adaptations of Sherlock Holmes, Mycroft is just as smart and almost more conniving as Sherlock. But I felt like in this movie, uh, they made Mycroft... You could tell he was. You could tell he was intelligent, but it was more of a front that he had. That it was more of a, um, just a facade that he mm-hmm. had, so he could, like you said, it was all about his image. Yep. That's what it appeared like to me, as far as this story goes. Yep. But yeah. I understand what you're saying. I don't know. Is I don't know who's right or wrong at all because they don't explain his character at all. I took it kind of as he he is smart enough because he's smart. I mean he. He gets that investigator who does most of the work for him. It just seems like he doesn't want to do the work. He just wants to. He, he he makes a lot of money in the government, so he doesn't have to do much. He gets people to do stuff for him. He just would rather have everything to do things for him, and that's why he can never be as good as Sherlock in this movie or ever. I guess really, right. he doesn't have that ambition. Even in this movie, he just cares more about his sister looking like a lady. Um, Sherlock doing whatever he wants. He or getting her married off. Getting her married, he says fifteen times. The only person he doesn't really have any say over that he doesn't. Is Sherlock? Because Sherlock will do whatever he wants. Plus, he's Sherlock Holmes, who's going to go against mm-hmm. them. Sherlock even walks into the police station. And he he's like, Wade's like, don't even. He walks right past them. <laughs> I love that. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think Mycroft is just he just doesn't want to do any of it. He doesn't he doesn't really care about his sister at all, at all. I don't think he cares one bit about her really. And he just wants to get her found so he so his family doesn't look bad. And he gets his mom found so his family doesn't look bad. He doesn't want to do it himself. He could care less. He they haven't. Visiting forever, he just sends money. That's it. He doesn't mm-hmm. care that much. He just yeah. wants his image of his family, the Holmes family, to look well, just even, okay. Even at one point, when when they 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 find her, they capture her. She is back with him. He even says, "Give it to me." It's my and money. she's like, "What? Yeah, it's my money. So give yeah. it back to me." That type of thing. And he's very self centered. Very he yeah. Doesn't and care. I I liked Minecraft. I hope he come. I hope he does show back up if they make a sequel. I think he was an interesting character. Maybe they can build on him. Maybe he'll be more ambitious. I don't know. Maybe he won't come back. I like Sam Cleflin as an actor himself. He's yeah. done some good stuff. Um, he knocks out of the park in the Hunger Games. I'm just kidding. He is. Re- actually, he is really good in the Hunger Games as far as because I've read all of them and he's actually perfect as the guy. Anyways. Have you seen that Shane Lee Woodley movie Adrift? No, I haven't watched that because I like, look stupid and, like and I don't like Shane Woodley. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it either. How about, I, I have you seen Me it. Before You where he's like a paraplegic? No. I've heard that's that good. I haven't seen it. For, it hurts really sad. It's got her and um, it's got him and I can't think of her name. Pretty? Lily. Oh, Lily James? James, yeah. Anyway, so that was off topic. But um, <laughs> it was about him. So subplot's over, right? We. She, yeah. He saved. Now we got the regular plot which you, for, for, that you forget all about. Almost that's the only one of the only things I don't like about movies. You forget almost the whole point of the movie because of the subplot. Whatever. Hell, so Helena Bottom Carter just shows up, right? She doesn't find her, which is totally okay. She was never meant to be found. I think she's a home, so you can stay hidden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's taught all these kids everything. It's what I've kind of taken. Like Sherlock went off and did his own thing, but she basically taught everybody, right? So. I didn't mind that they had their reunion. I don't understand why she's not safe still. Um, well, is it because they, maybe they find the conspiracy? Well, probably. Maybe. Well, but you know that whole place blew up, and so that told them that you know somebody was there, yeah, you know, plotting to to blow something up. Even though she didn't do it, right? And so maybe, okay. maybe, I, maybe that has something to do. With, yeah, I, don't know. I took it the same way. I took it that same way, David. I truthfully, there was a part of me that I thought. 
I, I 100% understood why they did, but there was a part of me that was kind of thinking, you know, it'd be cool if Helen Bonham Carter doesn't show up at the end, if she doesn't have that reunion with her mom, because she's still technically on the run, in quotations. Yeah. Um, but, but I understand why they did. It did have a good um, resolution at the end because of that, but there was another part of me that was wanting... Um, and Nola Holmes just to look at the camera and be like, the hunt is on, and then take off. Well, I was going to say, you know, it, it, it would have even been satisfying had she gone back to her room and, like, there was a flower on her, her pillow. Just yeah, something you know, like that. Something I'm still around. I'm here me. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but, and I, I I guess I get that. She didn't act. Helen Ball actually didn't do anything wrong. She just conspir- had a conspiracy, mm-hmm. and it got blown up because of Nola. And that's What's why she... for having a conspiracy And, and I guess that's why she's on the run. It just... It was just fine. I just thought that maybe it would their solution would be that she'd be good now. But I guess since that blew up, that, that does make sense. I, at the end, like, it just didn't make the most sense to me. What you guys are saying does make sense. Um, that she's still on the run. I just feel like since she's at home, she can probably be okay. They could probably stick together. But it's fine. I was going to um, say, I guess, you know, they just wanted Anola to be more It's just to open up for more movies. That's all it is. I was going to say one more thing. I don't want to, I'm not going to get political and stuff on, on this podcast. Yeah, we but are. I <laughs> thought, but I thought, and maybe this is based on the books from 2006. I don't know. But I thought it was kind of an odd choice to make it where, you know, you've got this group that if the vote doesn't go their way, they're going to start blowing stuff up and taking people out, that type of thing in our current culture, our current. You know, I thought it was kind of just a strange. Yeah. It felt I, it felt weird for me. Anyway. I do agree with you that um, it it's not. Thankfully, it's not throughout the entire movie, but there's a couple of times where the feminism angle feels a little preachy. Um like I said, it's not it's not too bad, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, just just you know our current po- political culture is all way, blowing up. There. And yeah, and the way things are going, you know, with the with the riots and everything, and if the vote doesn't go our way, we're going to start blowing stuff up. It just it was kind of it, for me, it was kind of a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I guess back in that time, what I don't know what else they could have done. Like they, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have a lot of weapons. Maybe blowing up was the only thing they thought of. But yeah, it does kind of hit home <laughs> these days. You know, so I don't know if that was. The, I don't know if it was just a happy accident. Not happy, but I don't know if it was an accident. Right, like I said, it may have been based on the books from 2006. Exactly. I, have no I, idea. I haven't read them. Um, but no, the angles, like you said, weren't too bad. There were times, obviously, it was women empowerment because she's a woman and yeah. in a society she's never been in. And I didn't think I didn't think it was like beat to death. I thought it was done just right because she even needs the guy's help at times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, there was just a couple times I was like, that's a little <clears throat> on the nose, but yeah, it's it, fine. It, it worked. Like I said, it works overall as a movie and it has mostly good reviews and most people like it unless you just unless it just didn't affect you because you may be a little too older or you just don't care about this these people because most of the time anytime a Holmes movie comes out it's watched to death because everyone just likes the characters and, so. and like mm-hmm. I said watching this you know I found myself I was smiling at some points I was laughing at some points yeah. it was it was it was a decent movie it wasn't it, was a, it yeah. wasn't horrible at all so it was a yeah. good fresh take yeah. on the Sherlock Holmes story that we've seen a billion different iterations of so it was it was good I, and I hope that they I hope they keep going with both of them, with Enola and Sherlock. Cause I would mm-hmm. like to see some more Henry Cavill. Sherlock I, would, I wouldn't sure. mind a standalone Sherlock Holmes with Me him. Me neither. With I was just yeah. to say that. <laughs> and I think that there's a chance for it because he's like he's already The Witcher on Netflix, and so <laughs> and Superman. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like he <laughs> he does so many things these days. To get Henry Cavill into your Netflix stuff, into your movies, is a big deal. They they're able to pull a lot of big names, but I think if they can keep him. It'll be good. And Emily Barr Brown's one of the biggest names as, as an actress right now, too. The thing so. about Henry Cavill, just, of course, we don't know him, but, it, you know, his... his I got his, him on speed dial. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. wish. Give me that, speed would, dial would you give me that number? <laughs> uh, but it seems like 
just his personality from what, what he lets us see anyway, that he enjoys doing all these different movies. It's, it, it's something that, that he takes pride in, and he just absolutely enjoys it. And he enjoys the fans. And if the fans want it, he's, gonna, he's probably going to, if he gets a chance, he's going to do it. So he, he, in a way, he's, he's different from some other actors who, mm-hmm. who, who you know, stub their nose at certain roles or whatever. But as long as the good roles keep coming, he seems like he just enjoys doing them completely. You're right. And it doesn't hurt that he is wickedly handsome. Yeah. I watched him put together a PC. Like he, I watched part of that. Yeah, that I did. Was, that was <laughs> I'm just you know that I did. That was different. Um, well, he's a big gamer, and so that's why he wanted to be The Witcher. He's yeah. The Witcher's like his favorite game of all time. I mean, it looks yeah, like him. Yeah, he was putting together a gaming <laughs> PC. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. It, it doesn't hurt that he like looks just like the dude that he played. I mean, like, he was and born And it's a good series. I enjoyed watching it. I have watched it all. But anyways, um, I've watched the first episode. But no, yeah, you're right. I think he seems like a pretty down-to-earth dude, and like he hasn't been anything that horrible, unless you don't like Immortals. It's kind of an okay movie. And then I've never seen the man from Uncle or whatever, but most things, most things he's been in, he's been pretty good movies, and so I think he knows how to pick them, and, he know, and he's just a great actor, and yeah. he's charismatic in everything he's in, especially, well, maybe not especially as Superman, he's kind of yeah. dull in Superman, but that's not his fault. I think he's written that and way. I th- and I'm excited to see where Millie Bobby Brown's career goes from here. I think it's only going to go up. I don't, oh yeah, <laughs> like she's and so I, good. I think it as wouldn't surprise as... me if she had an Oscar before she was 20. Yeah, no, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think as far as his career goes, I think he's he's really getting more into the acting part. I think. There was an interview early on in his career. I can't remember when it was. And he was people. Somebody asked him, "So what? What got you into acting? What motivated?" He was like, uh, "The money." <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, "Wow!" You know, appreciate your honesty. Telling the truth, but I think as he's he's matured and he's he's gotten more into it, that he's he's really taken the craft seriously and he's yeah. really gotten into it. And I'm really enjoying watching him as, as an actor for sure. Um, so now we'll go ahead and vote. Or well, not vote, but give us We've give been doing our too many brackets yeah <laughs> give our analysis or whatever you want to call it just whatever A to Z grade of what you think of the movies. What did you guys think? Every time you say A to Z, it throws me off. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm gonna give it a B minus. I B B minus where I'm feeling. It was good. It was a charming little adventure. It wasn't life changing. B minus. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Cool. Same thing. B minus. Uh, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Didn't have a problem with it at all. Acting was fantastic. The story wasn't bad. So, especially for a Netflix movie, which is hard for me to usually go above a C. Uh, yeah, I yeah thought we this haven't was, given <laughs> many above C. I thought this was. That. I thought this was a decent movie. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, straight up B. That's what kind of I've been. We watched this Wednesday, and we're recording on a Saturday, so it's a little more time to think on it. It it can be good or bad <laughs> if you watch it. Like so I, I, I usually watch it the night before, depending on the movie. <clears throat> yeah, and so the more I've thought about, it, the more I thought it was clever. Um, the more I thought the acting was got even better for me in the moment. I'd like to go back and watch it again. I think with my wife, I think she'd like it. She says she won't, but I think she will. And um. So yeah, it's straight up at a B. I think it's probably the best I've given a Netflix movie this year. I don't remember what I gave it all the time, but this is the closest to that. Um, so yeah, that is Enola Holmes. If you haven't seen it, um, go watch it. It's we off our grades. We definitely recommend it. Um, and it's a fun flick that I think will spawn some more fun stuff, hopefully. Um, and I'm excited to see where Millie Bobby Brown goes from here, other than Stranger Things, because she's got. Two more seasons of that, at least. So that's true. They're gonna they're gonna beat that horse for a while. But so far, it's been good. The first two seasons have all been good. We'll see if they can keep that going with them growing up. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. gonna be the tough part there. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a, another that's tangent. A di- that's, a that's a different podcast completely. 
Uh, but yeah, this is fun, and Ella Holmes is pretty good. Like Jordan said, go check it out if you haven't already. Don't know why you'd listen to the full episode of this if you haven't seen it. But who cares? I'm glad you listened to it. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to reach out to us, let us know what you guys thought about Enola Holmes or any movie for that matter. Uh, there's places you can reach out to us. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up. Let, you, let us know what you guys thought. Till next time, signing up for Matt, Jordan, and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Oh, <laughs> oh,